so many of the Jews who were gathered there said, could not he who opened the eyes of the blind man have kept this man from dying? And I wonder if that's not the question we're all asking right now. If Jesus has all power and might to change our world, could he not keep everyone who's suffering from the coronavirus from dying? We ask these questions because we don't understand why if a God that loves us and loves all of humanity does not come sweeping in to save us with every calamity that we face. With every natural disaster, with every epidemic, with every pandemic, we turn and wonder where God is. That God who said, I will never leave you and forsake you. And yet Thomas, the twin, Thomas, the doubting Thomas, Thomas was a unique disciple, I think. And he said, well, let's just go so we can die with them. And I think sometimes Thomas also expresses what we feel. That if others are put in harm's way, then let us just go and be with them. And so we are struggling in this time and place, understanding where God is, and we really want to know what God is doing. Where is that God who said, I will never leave you and forsake you? Where is that God that says, seek me first and all these things will be added unto you? Do not worry about tomorrow. For each day has enough trouble of its own. Don't worry about tomorrow because things will still be closed tomorrow. And you will still be isolated in your house. Do not worry about tomorrow because it is going to be that same confinement that you have gotten so uh, the walls are closing in and you're feeling afraid. So we're living in a time of great fear, of great anxiety, of great frustration. And we cannot see God's hand in much of this. There are those few wonderful stories about how people are lifting up each other, how people are praying for each other, how people are singing arias from their balconies into the community, how neighbors are delivering food to those who are shut in, how this town has come together with incredible force um, with the police department and emergency responders and, and traffic divisions to make sure that we're able to feed those who are without food in our community. And so there is so much good that actually happens but it's really hard to see when we start reading the pandemic numbers and we find out that an infant has died and a three-year-old has died. And those are the kind of things that just break our hearts. 
Of all the numbers of people that die, give us one infant and one child, and our hearts just crumble to pieces. And we say, my God, my God, why have you forsaken us? And so as we gather in this really difficult time, it's hard to understand. It's hard to see that glimmer of light. It's hard to see that rainbow in the sky. It's hard to hang on to the hope. And yet, hope is still alive. Love is still our guiding force. Faith is what still grounds us. And we know that there is a bigger picture. We know that there is an end game out there that God has that we can't see. The last Avengers movie, at least the last one I saw, I'm not up on the Avengers, so pardon me with this one, but I, the last Avengers movie, um, they were coming in and out from time to time, and it was the most confusing movie I ever saw. Admittedly, I don't have a great attention span for movies, so I walked in and out of the room. And the next thing I knew, Thor was in a different time, and they are bringing things back and forth, trying to make all things right, and, and this time warp was enough to make my head spin. But there was an end game. There was an end game where all things would come together, and the right Righteous power would be restored. And so we need to trust that God has an endgame. Even though we can't see it, even though we can't imagine it, even though we do not know how God is going to make all things right, we need to trust that our God is a loving enough God, a great enough God, to hold all of this and bring it all together. And so if we truly believe that, then instead of questioning God, could you not have opened the eye, you who opened the eyes of the blind man, could you not have kept this man from dying? Instead of asking that question, we can ask ourselves, how can we walk faithfully? How can we walk in love? How can we reach out to our neighbors without touching them? How can we be a blessing in a broken world? Some of that is being careful with our words. The words we speak, the words we write on social media, the memes we post, the things we share with others. Are they kind? Are they loving? Do they help us build a better world? And it's easy in times of fear to reach out in sarcastic and angry ways that have a touch of humor to them, because humor often has an underlying anger to it. But if we learn to reach out in ways that build up rather than break down, that bring together rather than tear apart. So this is a time where our faith challenges us to live righteously, to live with love, 
to live with caring, to reach out without touching, to be kind and loving to the strangers, to be patient with those who have lost all hope. And so in all of this, we turn to Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of our faith. We turn to Jesus so that we are able to walk righteously and build up the kingdom that God wants for this world. Jesus, guide us.